Okay, hey guys, and welcome to another episode with the State of Flow podcast with me, Lena Kalia. Thank you for tuning in. And today is gonna be all about some of the yogic philosophies and stay here. If even if you're not into yoga, this is such such beneficial stuff. We're gonna be talking about Sausha, um, Brahmacharya, and Satya. Satya, that is truthfulness, cleanliness, and the right use of your energy. And so as you can see, that actually all applies to any human being, whatever your religion, whatever your belief systems. And particularly, I really want to chat chat about taking in information, external influences, and what else was there? And the many guru syndrome. Right. So... Let's dive right into it. Welcome to the State of Flow podcast with Lena Kermer, a place where we discuss everything holistic thriving instead of surviving and living life in your state of flow as your highest, happiest, healthiest and most successful version of yourself in all areas of life. So firstly, I'm just going to explain those three yoga principles just to give us a good little context and then get into those particular themes I want to talk about. So Sausha, Satya and Brahmacharya, all those three are Sanskrit words, which is the ancient language of the systems of yoga, of Ayurveda, of the Vedas. Um, It is a quite special and unique language in itself. It has a very high resonance, which makes it so powerful and um, resonating, right? So that's why a lot of um, mantras and stuff are actually in that language but apart from that so yes they're Sanskrit terms don't remember you know don't bother having to remember them it's fine but let's get into them a little bit so where they come from is from the yoga philosophy context in particular from Ashtanga yoga or the eight limbed path of yoga to liberation to purity so the whole system of yoga really you know asana and the physical movement is just just one little aspect of what yoga has to offer oh yoga has to offer an entire way of life aimed for your personal liberation your personal healing your personal purification and really becoming the highest version of yourself in order to live your purpose your dharma deeply connect with yourself with others with the world and create your legacy and just make contentment and joy your natural neutral everyday state so that's really what this system of yoga is aiming to do and so therefore it's then dealing with mental and emotional well-being as well as with physical health through the asanas and breathing techniques and so forth it's all kind of going full cycle and it's connected so the eight limbs of yoga um there's a lot more to that but the first couple of limbs are the yamas and niyamas and they are basically our um personal they are our observances or our duties to ourselves and to the outside world so it's all about how we 
should interact with what's around us and how we should meet ourselves and take care of ourselves as our you know basic natural laws to really achieve um becoming this highest version of ourselves so satya like i already mentioned and it used to be in my business name as well um is truthfulness and it sounds pretty simple at the start yeah cool be honest don't lie but there's so much more to it so so much um, in fact, our next yogic path journey to self-immersion here in Yelling Up Siding is starting up soon. So act next week, that's an eight-week journey and Wednesday mornings this time around. Um, that goes right into all this in depth. So if you're around and you are curious, then totally yeah, get in touch, ask questions, check in. I will also pop the link to the immersion into the show notes and there will be an online version of that course that's even juicier. Um, sometime soon back to satya and truthfulness so yes it sounds simple at the start but truthfulness actually goes so much deeper than not pay, not um, telling lies right it really means to fully stand in your own power and to actually stand up for your beliefs for your morals for your um, ethics for your values and create boundaries around that so you can stand in the truth and you're not spineless right that's really what it implies too it also implies to listen to that inner wisdom and really staying on your truthful path no matter what is going on around you no matter what the people around you are doing who you admire you know this whole the grass is always greener is a thing especially in our society these days that's just really based on crazy consumption and consumerism and yeah higher faster quicker further um, so that all comes into truthfulness and satya as well, right? So we could basically just sit here for hours and keep talking about satya. It's just, there's so much depth to it. Like in what ways can you stand more in your truth in your life? And what ways can you be more truthful? It even comes down to, you know, whenever we call ourselves a dickhead or you're so dumb or whatever it is, you know, just have a little whinge about ourselves or others. It's like, well, are you speaking the truth there by calling yourself that, by making that statement? It really um, is quite intricate, all those concepts. So the next one is Sausha. And Sausha is cleanliness. Um, again it's obviously the cleanliness of your physical body which makes sense your personal hygiene and so forth it's the cleanliness within your space um, we all know that you know whenever you go through a bit of emotional turmoil or have lots going on or just have a scattered energy by clearing your physical environment and um, yeah your physical surroundings around you can actually really declutter your mind and come elevate back into a higher frequency in a different state so they are all part of cleanliness or sausha as well as the yogic cleansing practices and the ayurvedic ones like purging like um neti pot uh what else the jala neti that is the neti pot sorry and the other one i forgot the name <laughs> right now um kapal bhati it's a cleansing pranayama another cleansing technique all these things come into there as well but what also comes under sausha is the cleanliness and purification of your mind right um so that entails to kind of only take in what really serves you like take what resonates and leave the rest okay 
and more on those as I actually get talking about what I want to talk about. And the last principle I want to mention in this is brahmacharya, which is the right use of energy. Back in the day, it used to be translated differently as celibacy, but as we all, it's so much more than that. And as we all know, um, sex is a lot more expensive than the physical act of lovemaking. There's so much more to what our sexual energy is and how it can be accessed. Like sexual energy doesn't equate to penetration or lovemaking at all. Like that just this one physical primitive part of of you know, in that sense of this connection. But sexual energy is our creative energy. It's the place from which we create literally life or projects and ideas and bring visions to life. Like create anything we're creating in our lives, like anything we're striving towards, we do so by tuning into and being driven by our sexual energy, right? So in that sense, brahmacharya is a lot more than what it used to be translated as celibacy. And it really is about um, the right use of energy in directing your energy in a way that's beneficial. Okay, so all these three contexts um, concepts are quite deep, as you can see. There's so much to them and they also relate a lot. And I think they're just so potent to keep in mind for how we go about our day-to-day life, given we are just living in a very vata-prone society with a lot of stimulation going on, a lot of external influences, a lot of look here, look there, believe this, believe that. And lots of opinions and different concepts out there that are screaming for our attention. So a couple of things, like I mentioned earlier, that I think are really relevant for um, what's going on in the world right now. are The intake of information and the many guru syndrome and Everything I'm talking about kind of relates, so I'm just going to go into my typical rant with that. So we tend to, especially if you're in those realms of, you know, really finding yourself and doing all this so-called self-development and perhaps trialing out entrepreneurship and so forth, as well as if you are a very sensitive person, you just tend to um, be easier triggered and easier influenced by what's going on around you. It is so easy with all that. Um, to just keep looking left and right and left and right and kind of try and want to take in everything people who you admire and what you see left and right trying to take it all in and kind of make it yours and um, have that be part of your reality but quite often you know how there's the saying of knowledge is power and it's not quite true because if you don't action that knowledge it's useless so Knowledge is only power if you take action on that knowledge, right? And so if we just keep if we just keep pouring more and more knowledge into into our brains, they're just gonna get totally overwhelmed, you know, when you have just read so much or taken in so much information that you're just totally tired and overwhelmed and you're just not taking action on anything, right? Or if you've heard so many different opinions and strategies and things on on one particular thing you're working on, you're interested in, and that's more confusing than anything else, right? So how do those three principles come in there? Satya, standing in your truth, know who you are, what you are about, tune back into those three centers of yours, your mind, your heart, your gut, tune into 
see what you feel in your body and what answer do you get from those three centers as you're contemplating that thing, that current subject, that current issue. Is it a yes, yes, and yes? So it doesn't feel off somewhere. And then your rational mind comes in and it's like, well, but it works for someone else, but she's got 30,000 followers, so it must be the good strategy, or she's got a six-figure income, or whatever it is, you know, even if it's outside of the business realm. Um, But is that only your rational mind coming in that's kind of coming from a place of lack and desperation and that's really driven by your ego rather than your higher consciousness? Um, That's where satya comes in, this truthfulness. Really check in, again, like I said, anchor within, gather within, check in, okay, how does it make me feel? Yeah, it makes all sense and I totally acknowledge it has worked for this other person. I totally acknowledge this is a way to do it. I totally acknowledge this is valid information, but how does it feel inside? And if it doesn't feel good somewhere, or if it simply doesn't feel 100% or like a fuck yes, then likely it's just not for you. And that's totally okay. Just because it's good for someone else and it has worked for someone else and has made them a lot of money or all the things come true for them or whatever it is, it still doesn't mean it has to be your strategy. So that's how Satya relates to that intake of information. And then also, you know, you can listen to everything, but it doesn't mean that you have to absorb it and make it yours. So when you are listening to things and there's a lot out there, be that political stuff, be business stuff, relationship stuff, anything, you name it, you can listen. But if it doesn't actually feel like, oh, cool, that really speaks to my entire being and it's elevating me and making me feel good then don't let it settle on your body. Then literally do this in one side and out of the other. Because again, if we accumulate knowledge that doesn't actually serve us, it's just actually going to keep us from taking action. Another good example is, you know, getting all those freebies online, like free this, free that, free masterclass, free webinar, free cheat sheet, free this and that. And you like sign up for them all, And they're all in your inbox or you save them on your computer and you never actually get around to doing them. And meanwhile, they just take up so much space on your hard drive or just so much visual space that's distracting or in your mind of like, oh, I still got to do this and that and this and that. But the reason that you haven't done it yet is probably that you just either it hasn't been the right time for you or you actually haven't actually actually haven't actually 100% resonated with it, right? Meanwhile, it's just taking up space on your hard drive in your head and on your desktop so it's like visually overstimulating you mentally and actually physically on your devices so that's kind of the same principle then how does Sausha come into there and that's actually very similar if you can can't already see the purity right so it's like in Feng Shui you arrange your house in a way that creates um positive and circulating flow of prana of chi of energy and so if prana or chi can't flow anymore it's getting stagnated and whenever something is getting stagnated then stuff accumulates and it hardens and it thickens and in ayurveda you would say it starts to create ama or 
toxins in the body because the, flow, the natural flow of prana or chi is interrupted. And once you have toxins, that's clouding the system, it's intoxicating, intoxicating the system, right? And there you go, that's totally against the principle of Sasha of cleanliness and purity. Because we all know when our phys- when sorry, when our channels are blocked and it is blocking the flow, we can't possibly access our real true 100 percent of capacity and potential right and so same when we take in information that's not necessary or actually information that doesn't make us feel good that brings us into comparison that weighs us down that makes us question ourselves in a very unhealthy or excessive way they are all things that create impurity in your mind then in your emotional field and then in your physical body as well as we know it's a chain reaction right and also brahmacharya again right use of energy don't waste your energy on information that's not serving you on principles and things be that beliefs be that monitoring what someone else is doing in their life if it doesn't serve you it's just draining your energy and the more you drain your energy the less energy you have to actually devote to what is meaningful in your life and what what you need to foster to access your potential and realize your dharma your purpose right okay so that's one thing that's the um critical and discerning intake of information i'd like to name it with the help of satya sasha and brahmacharya truthfulness purity or cleanliness and um conserving your energy or right use of energy Right. And the second thing that also relates to that that I mentioned earlier is the many guru syndrome. And this is a term I actually heard of my mentor and I loved it. And it's so true. And that was before I took in my case a business mentor on and that I found myself what I already mentioned is like getting all those freebies online and like listening to that person and doing all their free stuff and listening to that other coach and doing all their free stuff and then also another person but only doing all their free stuff which is really coming firstly from a place of lack find it like I don't want to invest and also I don't know enough and also what if this person is not right and I should rather catch up on you know what this person is saying like lots of lots of lack in there right that's driving this this decision of listening to everyone in the field who I perceive as successful but only signing up for all their freebie stuff and all it does is firstly getting so many different opinions on the same thing is confusing as it is because even though they might overlap there will still be different different opinions especially when it comes to things like strategy also really when you're working on things like your personal healing and your health it's you know find a couple of experts you you work really closely with And don't get 100 opinions for free or just little snippets of opinions because that's what it is. Whenever we just, you know, listen to this podcast, for example, this is just the tip of the iceberg of my work, right? So you're still only getting to know a snippet of what I am about and how I work with people. Um, Or if you read someone else's book, for example, or um, have one free introductory session with some sort of healer or you download a free masterclass or webinar it's always just 
crumbs of the cookie it's always just the tip of the iceberg of what's possible with that person or with that modality or um, through whatever they portray right so and as long as we just pick up crumbs we just will at the end of it have this selection of really random crumbs and it's not going to get us nowhere because they're basically all little little pieces of different puzzles that we don't have right so and yeah my mentor calls it the many guru syndrome when we instead of turning to the guru inside of us which again ties in with satya standing in your own truth we look for all those other gurus in our field and try to listen to all of them and it does not lead to success it does not lead to empowerment it does not lead to abundance and very likely you won't come up with a strategy that actually works for you in whatever field or area that is so when it comes and at, on the same note I'm not saying never seek anyone else's advice but firstly don't seek the advice of those who portray, portray themselves to be the guru out there and kind of give you this make you feel be that them consciously or unconsciously making you feel as though you need someone else to move forward you will never ever get anywhere without anyone else um, or that particular person that's kind of you know keeping keeping the carrot dangling there and keeping you away from your power rather than helping you to step into your power so that's a very unsustainable way of working with someone always remember that um, the real guru the real wisdom is inside of you and another person can only help you facilitate what it takes to rediscover that they can't do it for you right and so then it's also good to say you are working on your health for example or let's use my example with um, with my business coach um if i'm working on my business i ideally want to follow or work with one person be that directly or indirectly i might just get around all their stuff that i find i actually work one-on-one with them one person who's an expert in business and then i just want to look at another person who is in my industry, who's doing it really well and who I look up to. Um, And then maybe another person who Okay, I got no idea where this just cut out. Um, (laughs) That is on, on the audio recording. It keeps skipping, so I'm gonna wrap this up here. But basically the message of today is use your natural sense of discernment. Don't give your power away to other people. Don't get sidetracked by all this stuff that is out there. Please, please, you know, do have a look around and what's going on in the external world and what you can get out of it. But then then come back in to connect back into your three centers and access your own inner wisdom and find that guru within guru within and use satya your sense of truthfulness to check in with wow is whatever just came into my field is that in resonance with me or not is it elevating me or is it bringing me down so therefore do i let it in or not does it does it help me to stand in my truth um use 
Sausha, always purify on any level, cleanliness on any level. If your mind is cluttered, you've taken in too much information, get rid of some stuff. Only read the books, for example, and the articles and the things on your Facebook feed that are actually relevant to you and that get you somewhere, not stuff that weighs you down or just takes up free, free rent space in your mind, okay? And then Brahmacharya, always be aware of where you direct your energy to and what you invest your energy in because if they are the wrong things they're going to drain you and you're not going to have any more energy for what you are really here to do and what you're really passionate about all right beautiful light beams <laughs> it is skipping so i hope this is really this is coming through in a nice way um thank you so much for jumping onto here um, thanks for joining me in another episode. Like I said, I will pop the details of the yogic path journey to self-immersion into the show notes below if you're interested in learning more. If you're watching the video recording of this, make sure to find the actual audio podcast on Spotify, on Google Podcast, on um, Apple Podcast, on all the major streaming platforms as yeah, this is where you will find consistent, valuable information and outputs from my end and otherwise... Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. I'll speak to you next time and hopefully without this skipping so much. Lots of love. Mm -hmm.